What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing the season premiere of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, season three. So this is episode one, and it's called Chapter 21, The Hellbound Hearts. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And we also are announcing a contest that's going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and we'll take that name and you'll be entered in a draw. We're taking this contest all the way till April, which is the se- around the season finale of Riverdale Season 4. Uh, we will announce it on here as well as on Riverdale, so just stay tuned. But enter and you can win uh, a gift from us. And as always, to our continued listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode, girl. Yeah. What'd you think? Yes. Welcome back. I loved it. I mean, I forgot how much I enjoy this show, especially how everything ended last season. What about you? No, I definitely agree. I think they ended off so well last season and on such a strong note. So um, where they pick it up in this episode, I was really impressed. Like to keep me engaged for 55 minutes is a very hard thing and i was (laughs) really intrigued by it like it was a really good episode and it was long like it did feel long but like i was down for it like from beginning to end i was like lit i'm like this is really really good i definitely feel like i definitely feel like they got a bigger budget (laughs) like you can already tell like yeah i don't know it just feels it just feels bigger and it feels richer um yes probably like get more money yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely feels richer. It definitely, like, when you compare, like, not to make the comparison, but only because they're produced by the same people, uh, when you look at Riverdale and you look at Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, they are not even the same, sh- like, show. They're not even the same, like, universe to me anymore. Like, I mean, they're Riverdale- technically not. Like, Riverdale's CW and, you know, Chaos is Netflix. Yeah. So... Like the budget, I'm sure the budget like threshold is like different where like Netflix can like pump a lot of money into it. And CW's like, this is all we got for you guys. So take but it. Not o- but not only that, for me, it's also just the writing, the editing. The writing like, for sure. Everything's yeah, yeah. fantastic. Like it just feels like a, a show that I like. I really do truly enjoy watching this show, which is so shocking because yeah. I was worried in the beginning. The beginning season was like, I don't know. By the end of second season, it was fantastic. And now we're here and I'm like, damn, this show like really it's almost like, like took itself. Yeah. Over. Yeah. I think it was almost like now we are in a place where we sort of expected to be in from the first season. And yeah. now we're like, okay, now Lilith is here. She's on the side of Sabrina. Like yes. all yes. the things that we kind of wanted to see are now happening. And so it makes yeah. me even more lit for like what's about to go down. Like, it's funny because, you know, we usually like a part of our brand is just talking about how funny a show can be and how stupid it can get. And we've in the past made fun of chaos in the past. Like we've made fun of how the characters are written or how they do certain things. But I feel like they've really tightened up the writing to the point where I went through this entire episode and maybe there's like one or two moments that I was like, LOL, that's so stupid. Everything else was just like so tight, so well written. There was nothing else that I would have changed. And I'm just like, when I can do that for a show, that's like, for me, that's like yeah. pretty good writing. Like that's, yeah. that means that it's a solid, whatever it's doing, think, it's doing it right. 
I think I'll say this as, as my last point. They um, made fun of themselves perfectly in this episode. Yes. Um, in all the aspects that I think we were picking fun of them like last season, they were kind of joking about it in this episode. And same goes with Riverdale. Like this season, especially, I feel like they have been poking fun at themselves. Um, yeah. And it and it's work. It's working for them. And I do appreciate that. If they can nail the humor like the right way, then it turns out to be like a really cute, really fun episode. So I for think. Sure. They're both doing that and it's working and I'm down. Yeah. So we're going to break this down a little different. Thank God for uh, Sabrina being the way that it is. The way that they cut it up is like it's very sectioned off. And in in a way, I'm not really mad at it because I always know that there's some sort like it's all part of the same world. But we Mm -hmm. get three major storylines. The first one is New Orleans. Uh. New Orleans, sorry. Sorry, guys. New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. And that's the storyline with Prudence and uh, Ambrose. Then we have Hilda and Zelda's storyline. And then we have the storyline with uh, Sabrina and her friends. So we're going to go through it like that, respectively. We're going to start with New Orleans because it's the fastest one and the shortest one and the most disconnected. Then we'll move on. Okay, so yeah, uh, but before we get into New Orleans, I do want to talk about that very first scene because it's the very first scene of the entire episode. It's Sabrina's nightmare. So the entire show season starts with Sabrina in hell. So she she's in hell and she finds uh, Nick in like a stone. And if you guys are Star Wars fans, it was very much that experience like where he's like cryogenically frozen and the uh, Han Solo is like stuck. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) she pulls him out of the thing and then they're running away uh, from the Dark Lord, like the Beast Man. And then she proclaims her love for him and he does the same. And then they hug each other as they like leave the gates. And um, as she like pulls away, um, it's like her dad and he's like, daddy loves you too. And then it's like the nightmare. And then she wakes up. But yeah, yeah. Cool opening sequence. I loved it. Yeah. And it's like what she's been struggling with this entire time. So I feel so bad for her. Um, okay. Now we're going to do New Orleans. Um, this whole scene and this whole situation loved it. starts Absolutely off. Absolutely loved it. I loved it. Loved all. it. And I knew that you would love it when Ugh. I was like watching it. I was like, you know, it took must me back be to like AHS. Yes. It took me back to AHS Coven, like totally. Fully. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of, and it kind of did feel like, I know you were saying it kind of felt the most disconnected from the rest of the episode. And it feel it felt like a different show entirely. Like, oh, yeah. Ambrose looked different. She was wearing like different clothes. It's like almost Prudence? like they escaped to a different time period. You yeah. know, like not even just like they went to like New the Orleans. 19, like, like the 1860s yeah, like it, or something. Yeah. It felt like such a different show. And I was like, I'm kind of down for this show. <laughs> like, totally. can these just get their own spin-off and just like have yeah. sex all the time like i'm down for that <laughs> yeah i first of all prudence tati gabriel she is Ugh, love her gorgeous so i want good. to be her i want to be friends with her she's like the rihanna she's like of show. she she reminds me of a shay mitchell but like one that can actually act you know what i <laughs> yes. mean yes and like just she has so, that shay mitchell yeah. vibe that like that like attitude but she can actually right. act at the same time so i'm like i'm so yeah. down for that She's got this beautiful, like, she's got a gorgeous look. Her dresses, her outfits, what they were. Oh, my God. I just couldn't even believe it the entire time. Anyway, going through the scene, um, it's so funny. It starts off with none other than yeah. okay, our girl. 
But it's not our girl. It's not our girl. So Penelope slash uh, the actress's name is Natalie Bold. She (laughs) starts off the entire sequence with her like luring him in. She's like, oh, hey. And then you find out that it's a Blackwood and they're both in New Orleans. Um, And uh, then it turns out that she's she's glamouring as Prudence. As Prudence. Or Prudence, like Prudence is glamoring, is glamoring as, Pen- as her, as like Penelope Blossom. <laughs> so, but that's okay. Can I ask you? Did you think that it was Penelope Blossom? Yo, listen. I was. I thought about it for a second. I was like, "This is where this bitch has been this entire time." Yeah, um, I'm like, she went to New Orleans. Like, she's having she a fucking good time. <laughs> like, open up a brothel there. Like, I'm oh, down. well, she already did. Probably, <laughs> it's like franchised. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I loved it. It was so okay. Cool but can to we seriously talk about it? Can we seriously? Because like, I don't think. Yeah. I was reading another recap, and they were like, "No, it's not Penelope. Like, she had no, a name. It's not. She had another name. So, what do you think that is, though? That's a little weird to me. That like." they these two shows exist in the same kind of world so why are they using a character from the other show i mean i do feel like they've done that in a few times in the past and someone's already mentioned uh in our comments that it's going to happen a few more times where there's going to be a few crossovers Um, but crossover is different crossover is different where like they use that guy ben or whatever but he was actually ben he was still the same character he was in riverdale but this is like this isn't penelope blossom which is i don't know I, yeah, I'm I like, I, I'm like, do I we guess... pay attention to this moment? Do we have to think it through more? Right. Or is it just like, hey, Natalie Bolt was on set. Let's just use her for this role that day. Like, it just feels right. weird to me. I don't know. No, I get what you're saying. I think that totally makes sense. I I don't know. I, I it's it is, I guess, their first time doing this specifically where they don't yeah. have a transferable character. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that I don't I don't unless, think it is. like I think she's unless, just like, like there she was for like hiding. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, it was, they're so like, she was the, she, yeah, they're like, who else looks like a New Orleans nineteen forties like <laughs> like, like woman lady in red? <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, call Natalie Bolt. <laughs> exactly, she's got the swag down. <laughs> well, they couldn't choose like freaking like Marisol Nichols. She's like, why would she be in New Orleans? <laughs> yeah, why yeah. would she be in New Orleans? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so she's uh, Prudence is glamoring as her and. Like I said, she looks amazing. And once um, she reveals herself, the guy uh, who, well, I guess you find out later that it's not her dad. It's a guy who's glamoring as her dad, but is a part of his army. So they're basically going around trying to find him. They think that they find him, but it's not him. It's someone glamoured as him. And she like stabs him and she's like, he's like, you'll never find him. And then he just dies. Um, so yeah, you just basically are trying, uh, in this situation where they are both now like on the hunt for Blackwood. Like that's Well, cause they, they made a good point and I don't know if it was Prudence or Ambrose, but he, I think Ambrose was like, he literally taught us everything that we know. Yeah. So like, yeah. there's no outsmarting him in this regard. Like he's taught us every single like spell, every single like trick. And she was like, you know what? We're in the motherfucking Mecca of witchcraft. She's like, we yes. can find another form of witchery. And I'm like, yes, yeah. girl. Go Work. get that voodoo. <laughs> get that voodoo queen. So they do find the good voodoo queen or someone who practices voodoo. I I know that she has a title. I don't know if she's a, a like a royal of the voodoo family. Yeah. But uh, she she's like a priestess of some sort. And... They, yeah, they just find her in a voodoo shop and 
like I just love the vibe of like like it, you were yeah. saying. I just love it the was, vibe of this episode. Yeah. The I know it was probably just like on a set and they just like put four walls in front of them, but just the way that they dressed all these sets to f- have that Nola vibe. And I've been to New Orleans. It doesn't look like that anymore, at least not where I went. Uh, that was very like antique like very comic booky version of uh, Nola. And I loved it. I thought it was so beautiful to see anyway. So they walk into this voodoo place. They call her out and she's like, okay, you want some voodoo? Let's go. So um, they say that you need um, his blood or something of his blood. And she's like, well, I am half of him. So can I use my blood? And uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So fast forward to nighttime and uh, already it's like sexy. For one, Nola's like known to be like hot and humid and already like sweaty pants. So no one's wearing clothes, basically. Um, <laughs> Ambrose is like half naked. To yeah, begin he's with. like sweating. <laughs> and so she's got this map in front of her. She's got everything kind of ready to go. And he's like, let's do some sex magic. Which yeah, I was so what like, did he mean by that? Because that wasn't the same magic that, that the voodoo queen was talking about. No, 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 no. She was like, that ain't no, that, that's just like his version of magic. He just wanted to do sex magic. <laughs> I think I think it's something about like, he's, I, and I'm sure there's some Wiccans thing behind it where when you have sex, the the moon and the energy of the moon comes to you and like whatever makes your magic powerful, more powerful, whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he just was like seducing her and, uh, they're she so cuts hot her together. Hand. I love they're it. They're fucking so hot it. together. So, uh, she cuts her hand. She puts blood on the map down below and it like trails this like doll, like that was eye so spin. cool. So like, yeah, I thought it was creepy, but then I was like, this is like, looked this so is cool. some next level. This ain't no like Julian doll from freaking Riverdale. This is like some <laughs> next level yeah. like voodoo doll. So yeah. um, he directs it to, did she say Scotland? Like she found yeah, it on the Yeah, it was Scotland and it was specifically the Loch Ness the area Loch Ness or Lake. whatever. Yeah, or yeah. the Loch Ness. Um, and then as soon as she finds it, he's like, okay, let's wrap up your head. Let's go have sex now. And yeah. to your point, like the sex, like the sexiest, like I don't know how else to describe how much I love them together. Like they're so hot. And like, it's like their chemistry. Like forget the fact that like, yes, their sex scenes are hot. There's something, there's just something about chemistry that you cannot like copy paste. Like they, no. and they have it. Like when they're together in a scene, I can see it. It's just, yeah. it's just, they're so good together. I love it. I'm it glad was, that that yeah, I'm so glad sexy. that he found his place, um, because for a while, like Ambrose was struggling as a character. We were like, "What's he doing? Like he's so useless. Yeah. Like he can't even yeah. leave the house or whatever." So I'm glad that like <laughs> they've given him, you know, a partner in her, and they're on this mission together. Like it's the best, um, like revenge mission, you know? Yeah, and it's just yeah, I just love seeing them together. I love that he has a purpose. He wants to yeah. take vengeance, and they're also like very sexy to be together. All right, so that's their storyline of this episode. So we're going to move on to Hilda and Zelda's storyline. So as you guys remember, last season, she they basically took in all of the kids from the school because the school shut down. And now things are kind of getting out of hand to the point where they literally don't have clothes. Like she's cutting up 
like curtains to like dress these fucking kids. I'm like, I understand that like Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is like set in a time that's not really distinct. It's not like two th- like the 2000s, but like, can you go to a mall and just buy these kids clothes? Like, why do you have to cut up your fucking yeah. curtains to make them clothes? Anyway, so she decides that she wants to like reopen the school she's like i'll be the directress and we'll just clean it up and everybody can live there because this is getting too much so as they're cleaning up hilda answers the phone and she gets a phone call and she looks scared and then she runs over to uh zelda who's cleaning up the mess of the statue and she tells her that the council is now coming because uh Blackwood was supposed to host like a fancy pantsy meeting that they have every quarter or something to talk mm-hmm. about stocks. I don't know, like whatever. And he's hosting this time. Like he's having like the dinner party at his place. So they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Obviously they don't know that Blackwood's not here anymore. And they don't know that the school's like literally like in shambles. Um, how are we going to, to get like figure this out? Um, and so whatever they reopen the school and Hilda uses a glamour to look like Blackwood. And I love this moment because yeah. it's the adorable humor of the show that's not like, yeah, totally. not like bash over your head. Like her character and her as an actor, uh, Lucy, I think her name is Lucy Davis. She yeah. brings that like energy of like fun and bubbliness. And I love that um, this guy. He had to play that. He's like, he everything, that. he's like, everything is hunky-dory, right? I was like, yeah. Like, he's yeah. using the words <laughs> that, like, she would use. It was cute. Yeah. It was a cute moment. Yeah. So then, whatever. They make a cake. There, she's, uh, Zelda's testing her on everything to make sure that she's not going to be, like, tripped up on any of the yeah. questions. Um, anyway, so whatever. He walks in, uh, slash she walks in as uh, Zelda's serving them cake. And um, it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, what he says is very like, what did you just say? So yeah. he's talking to Blackwood. And correct me if I'm wrong, he's basically like, so a bunch of us warlocks have been, like, feeling that there's, like, been, like, a lot okay. of, like, power. I'm- like, wink, wink. Like, we are very, like, not as vital as we used to be. And I'm like, wink, so are they wink. not getting hard anymore? Like, are yeah. they just like, talking about the fact that they don't have boners? Like, so first I was like, happening? first I was like, okay, like this wouldn't make any sense. Like it would have yeah. to be their magic, right? Right. Right. And then, <laughs> and then I was reading a recap and like, they were like, for real, like they were talking about their dicks. I was like, oh their my dick. God. Like, <laughs> When the devil isn't in power or, like, when a man isn't in power, they're, like, losing their dicks, like, all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) They can't. They need, like, the devilish power to, like, feel Yeah. They need that male energy. To get, like, horde. Oh, God. Yeah. They're so old. (laughs) So old. Uh, Anyway, so they're talking about that. And Blackwood slash uh, Hilda's like, no, no, everything's good over here. Like, not only is he, like, 60 years younger than these guys in the first place. Also, like, he's lying. But anyway, um, so a question that they ask is, um, have you talked to the Dark Lord? And one of them's like, yeah, totally talked to the Dark Lord, like, just this morning. And at, when they leave, Zelda's like, they're fucking lying. Obviously, he's imprisoned in hell. Like, there's no yeah. way that he would be able to talk to them. Yeah. So um, she's like, I'm going to change this up. I think it's time to change the rules. 
Then it cuts to one of my favorite parts of the whole entire episode. Um, Zelda and Hilda are putting the kids to bed. And she's like, dear Lilith. Like she does a whole (laughs) prayer on Lilith. It's like, it's all the words switched around, but just like her, like she's like, Full of hell, like you mother of death. Like she's just like changing all the words of the prayer for Lilith. And um, it shows Wardwell slash Madam Satan um, in hell. And she's like, they're praying to me. They're praying to me. And I loved it. I thought it was like, uh, yeah, it was moment so ever. awesome. Yeah. I, I just like, you just feel she's like, and, like I'm living. She's like, <laughs> she's giving like, me I power. Feel the magic. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Christmas spirit is filling her. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, they're praying for me. Um, yeah. So she can hear these prayers, but it was really cute because, you know, like, like taken Zelda and Hilda are changing like all of like, like, which kind like this is yeah. unheard of for them to yeah. be doing something like this so i thought it was really really cool to see them kind of take a stand and be like enough is enough and even though zelda is very conservative and she's very like by the book for her to be like fuck it I'm oh doing for this, sure it's huge yeah and yeah, i was yeah. just like very proud of her as well yeah um and even the kids were like what the hell and they're like okay like i guess we're gonna pray a little bit now <laughs> like it was cute all right, now this is the big honker. We're going to get through the entire house storyline uh, for beginning to end. So as I mentioned, she has a, the nightmare. Then she leaves for school. Um, but then uh, you find out from Hilda that she goes to the door, the door of hell, the gates of hell, every yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to her like trying to open up the door. I think that's like her... She's just trying to open and, it like, up. And like poor little Harvey is like helping poor her every Harvey. morning. He's basically helping her get to her new man. Like that's yeah. big of him to do that. That is some ex-friendship, which I totally respect <laughs> and appreciate to see. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and he's really just very sweet about it. He's not like, girl, get a fuck over it. He's basically like, okay, Sabrina, you can try one more time if you want. Like, he was just being so, yeah, like, the so writing. Yeah, so cute. So The cute. writing was just so, like, no one was annoying. Everybody yeah. was so supportive of each other. Like, it wasn't that typical, you know, like, oh, Sabrina, so, let's go. It's so amazing how we can agree when it's good. Like, that's yeah. when you know <laughs> that it comes through because it's like, you're right. Like, everything, nothing was cheesy. Nothing no. was a nobody. Like, even Theo, like, her lines were amazing. Her yeah. everything she did was like clutch. Like everyone his, was I so guess, on point. Would be his new identity. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, everything was just everything was so well done in this episode, and I really hope they keep this energy going for the entire season, which I think they will. I think that they really know their formula now. So my my fingers crossed that this keeps going in a good way. So Harvey and Sabrina are walking, and I thought it was really cute because it reminds me of season one, episode one, when they were walking through the woods to school yeah and it's like both of them kind of like just hanging out i just i just thought it was a cute throwback to that moment and seeing how much has changed but they're still like so close and really good friends um and this is something that happens that never comes up later um there's an ice cream truck that passes and yeah like there's this weird slow motion and they're watching and they're like what that's weird like why is there an ice cream truck out so early in the season and then um you never hear about this ice cream truck again. So that must be something that's going to happen. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they were like dressed up like in fall attire and there was an ice cream truck out. So I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. 
so anyway, so then it cuts to school and everybody's just trying to keep her preoccupied. Um, you know, it's really cute. You hear Roz and she's like, why don't you join the cheerleading team with me and do all this like stuff that's like high schooly. And she says a cute line like, it doesn't have to be hell every single day. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> then uh, Wardwell walks in. It was so, I don't know about you, but it was so, so trippy <laughs> seeing Wardwell as Wardwell, yeah. the, the real Wardwell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. She's playing, she's playing like who she's supposed to be playing all this time, but she's been playing like as Madam Satan this in, like entire, like more than she was playing herself. So just seeing it's anyway, it's just a mind fuck in a way uh, to see her like as two people, basically. Um, yeah, anyways. I think we kind of expected it, though, that she wasn't yes. going to turn into like another like devil character. She was going to stay right. as the actress and just play like both parts. And I love that. I think I think she's she's such a great actress that like she can pull yeah. it off by playing two different characters like that. Yeah, and it's cool. It's like it shows that she has like a full range. Like Michelle Gomez has a full range of different abilities in her body. Yeah, and she's just like, what does that mean for like the teacher part of that character? Like, is she just yeah. gonna say basic as fuck right now? Like, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Because what happened was she just keeps having these like dreams of hell. So yeah. that's the big thing that's happening to her. She's like, I've been having these hellish nightmares. So it seems like there's like some residual. Uh, I don't know, like feelings that she's having or whatever. And that's why she they're reading Dante's Inferno in school, which is a very intense book for high school. Like, I don't know why they're reading that in high school. But anyway, um, she talks about hell and then she talks about like windows to hell. And then Sabrina's like, oh, my God, what a great idea. And then she like disappears. Um, and then she goes to Dorian's and she asks to get into she's she asks for a portal to hell. Essentially, she walks yeah. right in. She's like, do you got a part of hell up in here? And Dorian's like, yep, <laughs> I do. And I was like, how did it take her this? Like, this is probably the <laughs> no. one. The Just one go to thing Dorian the writing the first... that bothered me was like in her like manic state of her trying to figure out like who to talk to. And like, I need to get Nick out of J- out of hell. Um, she doesn't go straight to Dorian, who is literally like a, a hellish person. Like he's like, he would know everything. Like it just shocks me that uh like she hasn't spread out her. You know what's you know what's funny? And I try to compare this show a lot to Buffy because I do feel like it, there's so many yes, similarities to those two totally. shows. And yeah. with Buffy, she always had her watcher. So like he was always that yeah. voice to be like, Okay, you have this issue, go here and then find out more. But she doesn't really like she gets that in Wardwell sometimes. Right. Um, but it, I do miss that role. I guess like she is going to fill that role up for her. And she, she still does inadvertently. Like the teacher does tell her like, go to like, you know, the gates yeah, of hell or whatever. They, so they she's saying that like, without helpful, knowing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So, she, so in a sense, like I feel like she is her watcher in a way or like yeah. the only sort of help that she gets. Cause the ants don't help as much. No, they're just like there for support, but they they're don't like really, in the like, beginning, in and then the they're show. like have fun for the next like forty five minutes. Like we'll see you yeah. like, next episode, <laughs> basically. <laughs> if that, like they're like maybe we'll see you next episode. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I do agree. I love the idea of a watcher, and I guess in a sense, like even in the like old school nineties television show version, Salem was kind of her watcher True. in the way that yeah, yeah, that like he would like kind of get her into trouble in that in that show at least and i feel like in the comics he has a voice right 
like in the comic books, doesn't he have yeah, like a yeah, yeah, little yeah. speech bubble that pops up and like, yeah. you know, he talks? So I feel like that role would have been Salem to a degree, but they That's really true. keep him completely silent in this show. So yeah. anyway, um, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it would have been great if they kept that element. I know. But... I don't know how they could have done it, but you're right. His his talking character cat. does seem <laughs> a little... I know, right? But maybe that will come off like a cheesy... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it's one of those things where now it's done. Like, what's done is done. And they're already three seasons in. They can't go yeah, back. Yeah, like they can't change like, it. Okay, yeah. now we're going to learn teach I bet. I bet, like, working with animals and, like, the CGI is just probably was too much for them. They're like, fuck this. Like, it's going to yeah. be too I much mean, to deal with him every single episode. You're talking about a show where, episode. like... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, having yeah, but it's like, what do you have? Like the hell mouth or like a talking cat? Like you got to choose it because <laughs> you don't have a, that big of a budget. You know, I mean, you just you just said they got that Netflix money. Yeah, but like, like they don't got HBO money. <laughs> Good point. Fair enough. OK, fine. Uh, So, yeah, whatever. So she gets this uh portal. T- she finds out with the portal to hell. And she says, I need to go to hell. Can you help me? And he says, yes. <laughs> I just read your <laughs> notes. <laughs> about what his pimple oh yeah so he's like i'll I'll, uh i'll let Uh, you go to hell but you need to bring back a flower he's like i can't i can't deal with my face she's like what (laughs) he's like i have a pimple she's like oh okay she's like going with some like proactive like it was so funny because it was like girl we all been there before like yeah (laughs) everybody's been there where they don't even want to leave the house because they got a gigantic pimple in their face. Yeah, so but... he basically tells her, like, go get me this flower. It's basically what's in Proactive. She's like, it's going to work <laughs> yeah. wonders on my face. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll get it for you. And that will bring her back safely like, when she gets yeah. the flower. She'll be able to come back. So this part I loved as well. Like, there's so many great parts in this episode. Um, Harvey, Ross, and Theo, I guess, started a little band. And they're singing My yeah. Sharona. And, yeah, it was cute. Uh, it was so cute. First of all, we know that Harvey Ross Ross Lynch is actually like a singer. Musician. So like just watching yeah. him sing was just really cute. I just I loved it. It was like gave me that, you know, that Archie's vibe, Pussycat Dolls, Pussycat. Totally. Yeah. Vibe. Rest in peace. It was cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll be in Greendale. Hopefully they'll be in Greendale. Oh yeah. <laughs> um anyway. So Sabrina like barges in. She's like, y'all, stop your adolescent fun. <laughs> it's time to go to hell. <laughs> so she gets them all to go to hell. They all leave with her. Um, and then they're cleaning themselves with dead people's like, skin or like whatever. Like they're just bathing themselves in like the dead scent. So um, demons won't know that they're down there when they yeah. shouldn't be. And then she's like, we need to wear these shoes. Dead people's shoes. <laughs> like, literally, that's I was line. like, I'm like, what? Crocs? Like, what are dead people's shoes? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> dead people's shoes. Crocs. <laughs> like, only the Crocs go to hell. hell. <laughs> Crocs go to hell to die. <laughs> okay, so then it cuts to... Um, Dorian's and they see the portraits and they're like, okay, we're going to like jump into the portraits like magic. So they jump into the portrait and they arrive at the beach. Uh, I love that transition called- too. I love the way they did that. Like how they, she jumped into the frame. Yeah. It just felt so comic booky. Like, I don't know. I love that vibe. I love how they did that. Yeah. It was really, all those like really little fun. like effects. So fun to watch. Yeah. 
So they jump in and then they land on the shores of sorrow. They see like a sign that's literally like, yeah. or no, they don't see a sign. <laughs> Harvey's, the guy calls, like, calls them. Harvey's like, hell's a beach. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> He's like, that looks <laughs> like, like fun. Can I go surfing down there? <laughs> like, um, so he sees these cages of people who are just kind of like floating on top and they're all like, what's going on? And then this shirtless hot guy who's building a sandcastle comes out of nowhere and he's like, those are the people of the damned and this is the shores of hell. And like, it's just all these, like, it's just like this random hot guy just in the yeah. middle of nowhere. And uh, can I ask you a you question of this uh, situation? Yeah, go. Can I ask you a question? And maybe to our um, listeners as well. I was reading a recap and they made a really good point. And they said, if hell has always been because, you know, everything in the witch world is the opposite. Right. So like hell right. is good. Um, the devil is obviously good. They pray to the devil. So they were saying how like, why is hell like actually hell then for witches? Like, shouldn't it be the opposite? Like, shouldn't hell be their heaven? It, you know, it's funny that uh, you say that because there's a point later on that happens where Roz's grandma is like, you use your cunning to help the witches. And I'm like, why is that such a bad thing? Like, that's not a bad thing. If no, but hell, that, made, that made sense because they, the, the, the like those witches hated um, the witches, like her family hated the witches. Oh, so it's like those. She's like the. She should have said. Yeah, yeah. She was like, like she the cunning. Yeah, yeah. The cunning people didn't don't like the the witches. Right, right. But oh yeah. But but what I'm saying know. is, but what I'm saying is, and like for consistency's sake, like the writer made a really good point because they're like this whole show is based on the fact that like their heaven is hell technically because that's what they right. pray to and but he's like but then they go to hell and like it's it's literally just hell it's like hell yeah. for witches too so he's like then what is their heaven like what is you know what i mean and i'm like oh that's so right. true like i never even thought of that that like what's like a good experience for them basically yeah yeah he's like what's their like place to go to when they die that's like lit you know yeah, like what do they what do they think heaven looks like because it like fucking, <laughs> yeah like if like anything they're hell if anything, their hell should be heaven where it's like everything's yeah. like light and white and pretty and there's like Jesus and God. Like that should like be demon, their hell. Yeah, like demons like greeting you being like, hey, welcome to hell. Thanks yeah. for being here. <laughs> like want a mint? Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I just thought that uh, was interesting. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a very good point. So uh, whatever. They're talking to this guy. What did you think of this guy? You don't know yeah, who he is yet. I don't like know. Yeah, man. I was like, man, he'll probably come back at some point. I feel like I saw him in the trailer, so I'm like, okay, like I know he's gonna be a character, but I was like, this guy cute. He was like a, he's a cute cast. He remind me of um, what's his face from Little Mermaid? Um, Eric, like the guy oh, yeah, that Prince like Eric. Yeah, he is it, it because they him. found him shirtless on a beach? Yes, that that's exactly why. <laughs> his shirt was like okay. unbuttoned like Open, the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> flowing uh so anyway he tells them to follow the blood uh to hell he's like all blood like leads to hell so just like follow yeah. the trail of blood and like and stay on the path stay on the path girl of and the of red the blood road so um as they're walking through seeing this like red blood road um they walk by a bunch of crucified people like it's a field of people who've been crucified yeah um, and in like the back, 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 back corner, Theo sees Uncle Jesse and he's like, Uncle Jesse. And so he runs over to him and um, freaks out. And he's like, Sabrina, do something like get him down. He's he's being pecked at 
like by birds and like he's alive and something's wrong. And Sabrina's just trying to calm Theo down to say, listen, it's uh, I'll do what I can. But also like this is kind of like a shitty situation that we can't really deal with right now. So I'll put a spell on him. So she puts a spell on him and then she says, don't worry, we will get him back when we're all done with this shit. So then they all like go back onto the road. But um, I don't know if you notice. I notice it probably by the uh, brick road, like very at the very <laughs> almost at the very end of this whole sequence. But did you know that there was like a, a, a correlation between her her travels and like the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Right. When he said, like, follow the red, um, the red, the red road. road. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't say brick. <laughs> he didn't say brick. He's the red blood been, road. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, like she's like, it's gonna be like Wizard of Oz. But yeah, so, in the end, like I didn't get the correlation to it. I was like, okay, there like, wasn't there's a really, tin yeah. man. So I was, like, okay, cool, like a tin man. But like, what's the overall like connection to to that? Story? I mean, I guess the idea is always like, uh, you know, at the very end of the Wizard of Oz, uh, it turns out the wizard is not even really like powerful at all and she had the power to come home her true, enti- true. The entire time okay yeah so I, see that. I guess it's because like she's the queen of hell now she can do whatever she wants like it's like she always had the power to do whatever she wanted she just needed to enact it like i don't know yeah or, or maybe that's assumed now but anyway so so they go uh, through a couple more scenes they do a right? couple more of that so there's the jesse one that's the scarecrow obviously the next one, uh, so before we get to the next one, it does cut to Lilith, and she's hanging out on the throne, so we finally see Lilith uh, chilling with her little, little thing on, and Nick slash the devil is in the corner, still looking hot as fuck. Like, they put, like, gold glitter all over his face or something. He was, like, so shiny, <laughs> but he's he looks like he's, like, the jester slave of the court, like, of her court. He, she just kind of keeps him on the side, shackled up and handcuffed. Um, and she's like, and she gets a note that Sabrina's in hell and, uh, Wardwell is like, Ugh, just get rid of them. Like, just find a way to like derail their shit. I don't even care. And my question to you was like, why, why is she hating on Sabrina so, so hard? I thought they were friends at the end of last season. Yeah. But I'm sure she's still intimidated by her. Like deep down, she knows that like Sabrina has the power. Right. So yeah, like the real, real. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So anyway, kind of back to the kids. They reach the forest of torment and they split up because I don't know why people. I don't understand how people even decide to split up in these situations. You guys are literally in hell. Like it's probably not a good idea to split up. So Sabrina goes with Roz. They find this flower, but before they find the flower, it's like singing some operatic fucking Ariana Grande like song. And uh, they are about to touch the thorns because, like, it's trying to, like, lure them in to touch it. And then she's like, don't touch the thorns. We're going to fall asleep forever and die. Um, so they don't. No, she's like, she's like, you can't touch the thorns. We're going to fall asleep forever. And then Ron's yeah. like, like, we're going to die. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, so why did you just say that? Like, why do you have to say you're going to fall asleep forever and never so leave? So you're going to die. Okay, cool. That's exactly what I asked you. Um, so, uh, whatever. So they're, as they're pulling it out, um, it cuts to Harvey and Theo and they're in on, on another side and they see a tin man like hacking at a tree and they catch the attention of this tin man and the tin man like chases fucking Harvey. 
he gets into like this little fist fight with him. Um, and then Theo runs and finds Sabrina pulling this fucking weed out of the floor. Um, they put it into her backpack. It's fine, whatever. And then they go to find Harvey. And right before he's about to get killed or attacked, um, she puts this spell on the Tin Man to freeze, like rust or whatever. And then as it's frozen, um, Harvey like looks into his face and he sees his brother. Um, and then it's like a flashback of his brother and the fact that his brother's dead. And then his brother, the Tin Man's like, why did you kill me? It's all your fault. And and then Sabrina goes and like shoots him in the back. And then that part was over. But what did you think of that situation? So like, so are we saying that he wasn't in hell? But Jesse, yeah, was, like, I Uncle think Jesse they're just like, I think they're just playing games. I feel like I feel like it's just like the illusion of like okay. their past. It's like trying to like fuck them up because like it was Wardwell doing it all right. So like she knows their past trauma. Maybe, so she's probably using think, that against them. Right. So I guess like from like just after Jesse, everything after Uncle Jesse was like a task from Wardwell. Right. Is that correct? I'm like, not sure. Because Jesse actually does get sent back to heaven at the end, right? Doesn't she send his oh, soul away? I guess, yeah. So, like, I think he's the only one that's, like, actually in hell. Um, okay. So, then their final task is they, they follow the road. The road is now red. Like, it's like a brick road. And they see this red door. They open the red door. And they find their principal, Hawthorne, in there. And he's, like, bruck up. Like, disgusting. Yeah. He's so gross. And Roz, uh, he, like, makes them all sit down. They get handcuffed to the table. And then mm-hmm. Roz's grandma comes in. And this bitch, even She's in hell. crazy. <laughs> I loved her so She cracked me up. Like, I felt like the actors were trying not to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> because she was like, she's like, oh, you kill me here, you kill me there, and now I'll kill you, girl. I was like, this is amazing, and she's still out here talking about the cunning girl. She's yeah, still she was like, oh, you forgot about, about your cunning. I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot about the cunning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so then that happens. Like you get introduced to the grandma, and everybody's like gagged. Yeah. Um, then it cuts like to like the actress, like Jasmine Claire that plays Roz. I feel like yeah. she was trying not to laugh. Like you can see it in her face. She's like, Grandma? Is that you? She's like, Grandma, you're pretty cool. <laughs> She's like, You're cool now. Um, so then it cuts back to the throne room and the uh Lilith finds out that the three kings have returned to hell. And so like her apprentice is talking and saying, like, oh, these guys have come back. And then Wardwell's like, Okay, you know what? Why don't you just tell sabrina to like come through i'll like just give her a safe pass passage here um and then we can figure out what to do with these kings like bring them to but like bring sabrina here first so just as um they're being tortured like all the kids are being tortured Roz is about to get like slashed in half basically um the escort comes in like the servant boy comes in he's like okay she they come, bring them over here now they're fine so then they all end up and they talk to Wardwell. So uh, they find Wardwell on the throne and she sees Nick right away. She's like, oh, my God, it's Nick. And um, 
it zooms into Nick's eyeballs because they're because she's like, what's wrong with him? Why is he like that? And Wardwell's like, you know, she's just like, he's like talking to your dad in his brain. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then it like zooms into Nick's eyeballs and it's, they turn like this like cr- creepy like pink red color. And then it shows um, them both There's like, like this like inner monologue inside of yeah. Nick that's happening between Nick and her dad. Um, yeah. and, and cause I, I kind of forgot that like Nick took on his yeah. sort of like spirit or whatever. She's um, like the Akron or whatever. Yeah. And then at some point Sabrina gets to go like in there, like she jumps into that whole She jumps into that situation. later. Situation. Yeah. But yeah. So first you see them like wrestling or whatever. And I, even though I was like, oh, that's so sad. Like Nick's been fighting this entire time. I was also like, that's kind of hot. Cause like they're both like wrestling shirtless. But anyway, <laughs> um, it, they end up like sitting down for dinner. Ward was like, let's eat and like, let's talk. So um, first you find out why she is still Wardwell, like why she still is in that body. And she's basically like, girl, I look good. Like, do you want to yeah, look at my monster literally... face? Like, I look yeah. amazing. She's like, I'm good. So then um, they're talking about things. And she basically says, I want Nick's soul back. I want him to come back. And I also want Jesse's soul, uh, Uncle Jesse's soul to like go to heaven now. Um, and this is when Wardwell also makes a deal with her. And she says, listen, what happened was like when I got the coronation, like nobody had believed me about this. So you're going to have to do it again, but like in hell and officially in front of everybody. And Sabrina's like, well, if you do that, then are you going to let us go? And Wardwell does say something that I'm like, okay, this better not be the stupid fucking moment of Sabrina being stupid. Um, she's like, you know that your dad, the devil, is still in your boyfriend, right? And Sabrina's like, don't worry about it. We'll figure out how to release him, later, like lock him up somewhere else. And I'm like, you would think that this bitch who can't get into hell would also be trying to figure out a way to get him out of his body. Like, they still don't have us. She doesn't have a solution for that yet. Did you think that that was a bit of a, a miss? Uh, Not really. Okay, that was just me being impatient. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like, like everyone pretty much was on point this episode, so yeah, I don't I th- feel like. I do think that 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 one point was like she could have at least said like I've been searching all this time and I couldn't find anything, but we'll figure something out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she yeah. doesn't make any reference to the fact that she's been trying to find something to seal her dad in. Because what you're bringing to bring you're gonna bring him back up there, and then what are you gonna do? Like he wasn't. Yeah, anyway, yeah, whatever. yeah, it's true. Um, so they're going to figure something out, obviously. But Wardwell agrees to these things and everyone shows up. So it's like the three kings that we saw in the beginning of last season, I think. And um, they're just like yelling at Wardwell because Wardwell's like, so Sabrina's like, yo, this is your new queen. And then all the kings and like everybody's like, fuck that girl. Like she's yeah. useless. She's like a fucking whore. Like. Not even in hell can women get equality. <laughs> like, this is I bullshit. mean, not to, like, bring her down, but what they were kind of saying was, like, she was just, like, the devil's concubine. Like, right. they they want to look at not someone to bring who's, like, down. actual, like, royalty, which I understand. Right. Obviously, like, yeah. she, knows, she knows what she's doing. She should be queen. But, of course, they're going to talk shit like that, and they're going to say that, right? So when yeah. Serena does step in, like, they can't even say anything because, like, she is... The daughter of the devil. So of the devil. What yeah. you got now, bitches? What? Yeah, say something, bitch. So, um, 
anyway, the they they name this new person because they refuse Wardwell, and they're like the Prince of Hell, Prince Caliban, and they're like he's made of the clay of hell, like he's he's like of this world, like he's the he's the best thing of hell or whatever. And he walks in, and it turns out it's the guy that was shirtless, like Prince Eric. In the top. beginning, yeah, yeah. Um, were you gagged at all? I wasn't gagged because I, like no, I said, watched it. No, it was like whatever. <laughs> and I and I like the way they're setting it up, where like again, it's like this male versus female dynamic, yeah. even in hell. Um, the one the one thing that I will say that I'm a little frustrated about is why did they have to make him so hot? <laughs> like, what was I the reason why you like... needed to create this like new generation of the same mindset? You know what I mean? Like, wh- why though? Like, why couldn't he just be like an old fart, like a like up in the real world? Well, because like, that's not really alluring at, at, in any way. Like the fact that he is hot and young, you're like, ooh, like you're more swayed <laughs> well, yeah. by his like side, I guess. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. But his thing is, he's like, I want to conquer Earth and make it the 10th circle of hell. So he definitely doesn't want, like, the world to be okay. Imagine it ends up being, like, her brother or something and, like, she can't Ooh, get rid of him, you know? That would be the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So in this moment, as he's, like, like presenting himself as the person who wants to take over, Lucifer calls Sabrina into uh, Nick's mind and he talks to her. And he basically says... Um, you need to claim the throne. Like, this is what you need to do. This is your job. This is, like, what your right is. They'll respect you because you're a royal, just like me. And you have to do it before the old ones come. So he mentioned something about the old ones coming, um, which is referred to at the very end of the episode. So I did want to talk about that, but um, he does warn her. But this is what she, this is what he wanted from her from the very beginning. So this is obviously a bad idea, right? Are we agreeing? Are we in agreement that this is not a good idea? That she's going to be taking on the like the being the queen of hell, like because he didn't want that, her to do that. Is that why? He wanted her to do that from the, like last season. He was like, "You're going to be my like heir, and then you're going to like become the yeah. queen of hell." So what's the problem? That well, the problem is is like wasn't the point for her not to do that? So then she doesn't destroy the whole world. Like I know, wasn't but that she's, like the prophecy and like her fear of the prophecy? She's doing through? it right now to get her fucking boyfriend back. So she's not thinking of, of like the long term consequences. <laughs> Repercussions. And clearly at the end you see her say that again. She's like, I yeah. don't really want to do it, but like she's just doing it to get Nick back. So yeah. is that gonna play onto something later? For sure. Like it's gonna yeah. fuck her over, probably. So then there's another really sweet scene um that happens in his brain where uh she finally sees nick and they like embrace each other and she's like i miss you so much and he says something so sweet he's like every second and every day you're the reason why i'm still sane and alive i was like so cute so cute and then she says i love you nick and then he says i love you too sabrina and it was just such a cute moment and it was funny because they still make these moments like still like a little funny too like they're not too cheesy because the fucking dad is there and he's like rolling his eyes in the background like he's like he's like over it to the point Yeah. yeah so anyway um, she jumps out of his mind and then um, she decides to uh, claim hell. She's like, I'm going to be the queen now. I'm going to do it. It's me. I have, I'm the rightful heir. And then Madam Satan is like pushed to the side. She's and then, like, like it kind of like zooms into her face and she's like, cheese. Like she's so cheesed. 
Because she's um, like, what just happened? Like, yeah, she's like, like what? what? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is taking my spot. Um, so whatever. She's about to like take it. And then she obviously like spins it around. And this is what I love about the writing of Sabrina. Like they make her literally think 10 steps ahead sometimes. Like most times, I think. She always like makes a plan. She's like, this is what I'm going to do. And then this is why I'm going to do it. She doesn't think of like step eight or nine. Like she doesn't get to the end point. But like she does think of like a clever way to get out of situations, which I was like very impressed by. So she's like, "Um, because I'm young and I don't really know anything about hell, I do need someone to help me help guide me. Um, I'm going to name Lilith the queen regent. This is the person who's going to advise me until I come into my power. And Caliban's like, no, I don't. I still don't agree with this. You shouldn't be like queen of hell. You're mortal. You're not really supposed to be here. And he wants to challenge that like experience with her. He wants to say like, no, we're like, we're, we're going to fight this. And she gets like real angry. And she's like back the heaven off. And then her eyeballs turn white. And I was like, Oh yeah. shit. She is like, she still has that power. So that power that I was wondering if she still had it, it looks like it's still in her to be For like sure. that crazy, powerful yeah, yeah. person that she'd be. I she feel like before. she's always going to be teetering on that line of like, you know, like is she going to fully cross over at some point? She right. probably is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Good point. So then she dismisses everybody, everybody leaves. And then madam satan's like still like she's like low-key she's like what the fuck just happened man like why did you like tell me about that shit and then uh she's like don't worry you can still rule we'll figure something out but then madam satan basically says you know like this is a very short-term plan you need to figure out what you're going to do next but um you know sabrina's like i don't care i'm just going to leave because my boyfriend's with me now yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, so she takes like the flower and she gets back to dorian's place and uh whatever he gets a flower, but it's like broke up, and uh, like he's like worried that it's not gonna fix his pimple. And uh, then she puts Nick's like sleeping body in a dungeon in the dungeons in the school, and puts like an incantation spell kind of circle around him. So I guess he's like bound there uh, with the devil with Lucifer, and. Um, the final scene, we go to, uh, like, Pop's Diner Part 2. Yeah. And uh, everybody's just, like, having milkshakes. They're all just hanging out. And they're all like, so, Sabrina, like, can we talk about the fact that you're going to be the queen of hell? And they're like, and she's like, no, I'm not going to be there. Like, it's not what I want to do. And they're like, no, you're going to move to hell. Like, that's going to happen. And obviously, it's just like setting up the entire like season of her just saying like, yeah, it was I don't want to do this. Scene. I'm not going to do this. But it was so cute. They cheers, just like the the season finale of Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, season three with the milkshakes, like almost exactly the same shot. Yeah, it was. And then, yeah. though, uh, and then that's how the murder of a Jughead is solved in Riverdale. We'll find that out. <laughs> I'm sure the final final episode of season season four. five coming at you. <laughs> yeah, season five. They're gonna be crossing over to Greendale. So, um, 
uh, as they're cheersing, the wind blows and opens up the window. Or so like basically the like the door opens up to like 1000 yeah. kilometers an hour wind. <laughs> and Sabrina's like, no, it's all good. She's like, it's just it's the wind. Good. I'm like, bro, like the place is going to fl- like fly away. Like, Literally a fucking tornado. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do She's you like, guys want to get up? It's not a like, <laughs> <laughs> like all the fucking leaves are on the floor. <laughs> like what the hell? Like, come so, on. So as that happens, obviously it cuts to that final shot where there's these carriages coming in and you can hear, um, you know, Lucifer's like voiceover and he's like, the old ones are coming. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. What a great episode. I do truly love this show. I was so, so impressed with this first episode. Um, I'm so excited to see how everything kind of plays itself out at the very end. But um, yeah, that's it. Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best moment. My best moment. Like honestly, there were so many great moments in this episode. So but many. I did love the sex scene with Ambrose and Prudence. Like, it's still yes. it's so fun Gaga. to watch them on on screen. I think their chemistry is yeah. fire. Um, and so it's sexy something together. that I want to see. Like, I want to see them, like, explore their relationship more. Yeah. Because yeah. It, they do seem like they have a really deep connection, too. And, like, this trust. And, like, yeah. they've never had that before. So, I don't know. It's just, that was my best moment. I do, I do love their bond. Like, the fact that they're both kind of, like, innately, like, these lost souls together. Yeah, but they're, yeah. But they're still kind of, like, figuring out their, their situation. And they're... Kind of like in a low-key relationship, which, which is kind of sexy and cute. Um, yeah, definitely love them together. Super excited to see how that story ends because it does sound like she has like a beeline to her dad now. So I'm like, okay, like what else are they going to fill her, her adventure with, you know? Like, are they just going to go to Scotland and be done with it? Or are they going to do more with her No, story? it'll keep going. Yeah, it'll keep going. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, my best moment is going to... Um, that was one of them, but the other one that I'll give is uh, when everybody prays to Madam Satan when uh, Hilda and Zelda like yeah. pray to her. I really like there, like you said, there are so many great moments in this episode, but I thought that one was super powerful. Just the way they shot it with like the slow pan across with all the girls praying, and like I know that it's not like. I know that there's those moments sometimes in shows where it's like feminism, women everywhere, like we are equals. I didn't feel like it was that at all. It felt so natural and it felt like progress. Like it just felt really good and the way that they did it was really cool. So WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? Uh, WTF moment. I think it's got to go to Penelope Blossom, AKA whoever the fuck she was in this show. Natalie Boltz. Yeah. I did not understand so why I, why she was in it. I'm still kind of like, what was that? What uh, happened? What happened? Why are you here? But yeah, yeah, that was my most shocking moment, I think, of the episode. For sure. That's a good one. Um, my WTF moment is finding out that Madam Satan is homophobic. Because she like done brought Jesse's soul she down say? to hell. <laughs> well, is she's that the why one though? That, yeah. Like he basically, he literally says, she's like, why wow. are you? Like Theo, Theo asks, like, why are you here? And he's like, Madam Satan brought me down here. <laughs> What's so tight? Like, literally brought him down there. I was like, okay, so he, she ain't for the gays. She got to change her tune because uh, she's like the perfect gay icon <laughs> in every other way. <laughs> yeah. MVP. MVP. Who's your MVP? Uh, MVP, I'm going to say Harvey. 
because he's so freaking cute. He's so loyal so to cute. Sabrina. Yeah. Like when he says Brina, it still gives me like little goosebumps. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I love her and Nick together. It's a totally different relationship. But like her and Harvey, their relationship is so freaking cute. Yeah. And ugh, he's just such a good guy. Like such a good guy. And like literally, guys, like he didn't feel no ways about anything. They never cut to him and he was giving side eye. He yeah. was never jealous. Like they never they don't pin it in that way. And so to me, he's just a really, really good ex-boyfriend slash friend. Yeah, totally. I love it. Like, yeah, I love his character. He's so cute. Um, my MVP is gonna go to Sabrina. I think that, you know, yeah. I, I hope I don't use her for every single one. Uh, this season I'm sure she'll fuck up at some point but this episode she was like super strong um, literally powering into hell to get her boyfriend like that's pretty boss Uh, yeah yeah and she came up with a good solution for now at least LVP who's your LVP LVP I'm gonna have to say is Devil Daddy Sabrina's dad oh yeah he kinda wasn't like as boss ass as I thought he was gonna be in the first season like opener episode Um, if anything, he was kind of just like more like chill and he was like letting her like talk to her. Like they fully kissed in front of him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like the goddamn devil. Like what is happening? It's, they do really make him very like weak in terms yeah. of like how he presents himself on the show. Like for I sure. I think eventually definitely- like, I think eventually like they're going to try to spin it. So he becomes like somewhat of a good guy. Um, yeah. Like, like not fully like, just, evil. Like- the devil on your shoulder kind of idea. Exactly. He's just gonna like yeah. get them to do like silly things together. Yeah. Or something. So I, I think know. that's why they're not pushing him completely to like the dark side where like he's so evil and can't come back from that, you know? Yeah. You know what's also very funny with that actor specifically? Like we I think I follow him on Instagram and they're all like really good friends, but he's obviously a little bit older than all of them. Um but he's very funny in in all of his Instagrams. Like he's very comical. He puts on like accents oh. and he like, he's just like he's really, cute. really funny. Yeah. And he's cute. And so when I was watching him this first time, I was like, he doesn't look evil at me to me. at yeah. all. He just, he looks so harmless. If anything, he just looks like mischievous and like really just like fun to be around. And I think it's also because I've seen him on Instagram and it's like he on set, they must like just be cracking up the entire time too. Cause like they all seem like they're just like really buddy buddy with each other. So I don't know. I didn't feel like I bought the devil in him this episode for sure. So to your also point, like, like, didn't yeah. he have like like animal legs last season? Like, wasn't he like half? Yeah, but something? I guess they, they were like they were like he had pants on in this. In this part. They're like, like we can't not. keep doing that. Bye. <laughs> you gotta get Too legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta get. Legs. We gotta give you legs. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my LVP is going to be Caliban. I think naturally he's the new villain of that season. Um, but also for being the hot representative of the male patriarchy. I'm so disappointed that he's hot. <laughs> like, I'm just like bummed that he's not like an. But like, ugly, even the devil, like, villain. even her dad is hot. Like, it's just like that yeah, whole. That they want that whole vibe to be very like sexy and like attractive. Sexy and, and I dark. get it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. The, the best, best line. line. What was your best line? Best line is gonna go to Sabrina when at the end she's like, I want my boyfriend back and his tongue. And I was like, girl, <laughs> what? Are you You want that tongue, girl? Okay. <laughs> and at first I was like, I was like, oh shit. And then I'm like, oh, literally, like literally she like, has literally his, his tongue. tongue. <laughs> like, literally his tongue is in a jar. Okay. <laughs> but I liked it. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. 
Um, mine is going to Wardwell when um, Sabrina asks, why did you keep Wardwell's body? She says, I grew comfortable in her skin. And with a face like this, it's hard to be. And yeah, I just thought it was a, a cute one. line to hear. And it I was, was just such like, a, yes. It was like the best way for the writers to get away with like this big Keeping question her. mark. Like, yeah. is Michelle going to play both characters? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were just you like, yo, just tell her like she likes the body. Why not? <laughs> like, okay. you're, just, you're, so, you're so right. And I fucking love that you mentioned that because it is. Like, the, the writers are basically just answering their the question that they're going to have. But... Like they did do it in the probably the best way possible of like sell her like she's basically yeah. like feeling feeling herself she's for like, sure yes, and it suits bitch. her character like it goes so like totally. you buy into yeah. it totally that is the episode I'm so happy like I don't know why I'm just like very happy it was about a good episode it was a really ended. good yeah. opening um few announcements uh again we have a contest going on right now for a chance to win fifty dollar. Uh, Amazon gift card and a pop socket to enter. All you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. Uh, we're extending this uh, contest to the end of Riverdale season four, which will be around uh, April, May, and we'll announce the winner then. So just enter and uh, that's it. And I'd like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, the Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, Faith, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Slay, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged uh, with us at Recap Rewind. And make sure you guys are sharing us out there. Tell all your friends about what we're doing up on this podcast. Um, and that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.